nerd. 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 I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? Nerd! Holy crap, are we nerdy? Welcome to this week's Nerdables. This week we are talking Marvel Fox Talks may not be dead. Marvel shows may be on a new streaming service. Brian Michael Bendis leaves Marvel and signs an exclusive deal with DC Comics. New Star Wars TV on a streaming service. And finally, Ryan Johnson is penning a new Star Wars trilogy. Joining me are Chris, Mikey, and Ethan. God. That took us how many times? Buggy, buggy, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's why I don't do the takes in front of it, so that way they don't know. Um, we had trouble with Brian Michael Bendis, <laughs> Ryan Johnson, and then we just couldn't even get the I couldn't get anything out, yeah. Star, Marvel TV does stuff. So, usually, there's a lot of weeks that we go to record, we have no idea what we're going to talk about because there's been no Those news. Those are the best shows. <laughs> there's, but there's usually no, yeah, there's a lot of times that there are no, there's nothing, nothing going week on or that nothing week. Nothing big or nothing that we've put into. This we actually, week, we took four subjects <laughs> we off of the cut things. We took four subjects off of the rundown this week. I was thinking we were actually going to do a, like a lightning, you know, topic thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> but then so I knew. Let's go back to the episode where I don't remember what we were talking about, but it ended up being an hour and a half of me wondering why you watched the same crappy <sighs> movies over and over again. Yes, we won't forget that. No, we won't. It's a good episode. The people that listen to it want to forget it. It'll be a good episode. Um, So this week, Marvel Fox talks have been going on, off, on, off. It's been dead in the water. Then MSNBC last... Not the talks itself, but the the rumored mill through it. So there was a rumor, I think it was Monday, wasn't it? Yes. That there was... the, the It had come out that Marvel and Fox... Marvel was buying Fox or something. No, it was that Fox... The TV and media. Yeah, Fox was going to sell basically its entertainment division. And it stemmed from an article um, in MSNBC and then Wall Street Journal in which the head of Fox basically said they wanted to stream Fox's entire output to news and sports. Yeah, to news and sports. Yeah. And then in furthering that said all the money is in acquisitions. And Fox doesn't have the acquisitions that something like Disney has or Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. Because they have their, in Warner Brothers' case, they've always owned DC. In Disney's case, they bought Star Wars, they bought Marvel. These are the big movies that are out there. So they don't have a big hit, whatever. And so it became that the selling point early, or not selling point, there was a selling point that was on the, the, the little uh, uh, bullet points in the article was... Disney is not talking to Fox. Right. This is just Fox putting forth the possibility that they would be akin to selling stuff to Marvel. Immediately, everybody, Disney, not Marvel, excuse me, uh, Disney, immediately, all of our social media uh, feeds became Disney's buying Fox. Disney's buying Fox, Disney's buying buying Fox, Disney's buying Fox. The entire thing. Um, My friend Derek, I appreciate his restraint. He was the only one that put on there. There's a potential here, but right. Disney's not talking to him. Hey, wouldn't it be cool if this happened or if this happened? The possibilities he was talking about were just that possibilities where everybody else was like, awesome, we're going to get the X-Men in the next Avengers film. But do you realize that? Immediately. It was immediately. There were, there were three things that were immediately uh, brought up with this. There was Fantastic Four, we're going back, X-Men, and we'll finally get the fanfare in front of the Fox fanfare back mm-hmm. in front of the Star Wars movies. Those were the three big things that the, everything. When everything started, 
the, the first things I kept seeing were this is the only way. One of the articles that, that I ended up just completely lambasting from a site that I'm not going to name, but it's a site that rhymes with bleeding cool, <laughs> says this is the only way we get a Fantastic Four comic book back. Oh, that site's leading fool? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. The, the, that's well, that's way... actually that's a decent way of actually. We should call it leading fool. Um, the, the, the writer of the articles, this is the only way we're going to get a Fantastic Four comic back. No, you're not going to get a Fantastic Four comic because Jonathan Hickman decided to take those characters, to take uh, Sue and Reed and the two kids and fire them off into space. Yeah. And no one exactly knows how to get them back. And Jason Aaron wrote Marvel Legacy. That's, spoiler alert, that's the end of Marvel Legacy, the one shot. I had, and Mark, Jason Aaron just left Star Wars. Guess what? There's going to be a Fantastic Four comic. And Hickman and he's, left, he's leaving Thor. So. Yeah. So but Hickman's been the only one that's been really able to write. The reason the you don't have a Fantastic Four, Four uh, Fantastic Four book is because everyone who wrote Fantastic Four after Hickman sucked. Right. Matt Fraction did it for a couple of issues and said, eh, I'd rather go do Casanova and Sex Criminals. Eh. Right. James Robinson wrote it. James Robinson just wasn't good for it. He's never been good with team books. So... That's the reason. It has nothing to do with Fox. If you want to talk marketing, yes. The idea that, that Marvel, as a comic book company, doesn't market the, the, the X-Men and whatever. So that was all over the feed. Yeah. The second one was, of course, the Hugh Jackman, the only reason I'll ever come back is being Avengers. Right. Great. He's going to be in Avengers. He's going to be in Avengers next year. Yeah. He's like, going to be in Avengers 4. And then, towards the end... He's already signed his contract. Yeah, was <laughs> the point you brought up that... If they can get Fox's acquisitions, they get the distribution rights to a Star Wars. Yes. And they would be able to re-release the uncut or the, the original The edits, original cut. The original cuts of the three films. And immediately I put, if they still exist. Because right. it's been rumored for years that they've been destroyed. Right. There's the rumor that Lucas the, destroyed Lucas them the as soon as... the actual thing. Yeah. The actual print. Well, he actually they, – they, they only restored what they wanted to use for the special editions yeah. and everything else is kind of past its point. Which seems odd because he one of his big things was preserving right. film and everything. Yes. Anyway, but that was the talk for a couple of hours. And by the end of the day, it was, no, guys, this was dead. This happened months ago. Yeah. And Disney said no. I had to be on so many different threads. But even before that came out, I said, did anybody see where Kevin Feige said – we can't do X-Men. We can't do Fantastic mm-hmm. Four. We don't have time. Well, we don't have money. We don't have – we're not going to meld them into the universe yet. We're not doing these. But this rumor just never ends. I, but here – I was actually not thinking – I was thinking once I saw that it said that the talks were dead, I was about ready to take it off of this week's topic. Until Friday, MSN ran an article on – uh, their website and also on their news station saying that in fact that the talks aren't dead there's still a possibility well, talks are never that dead. they're they're actually still talking about how to do this well again the beginning said from the start is that disney isn't talking to fox right now more than likely they're not talking to each other they talked about this they had and, a, it, and it died it's kind of like the sony thing with with marvel yeah, it's, it's 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 an on and off thing right. forever it wasn't until the emails got leaked that we found out they had talked to each other right and in, in the sense of dead is that there aren't two people sitting at a table at least once a week going, how much are you selling your entire entertainment division for? And then giving them a number and Disney going, no, it's not going to be that high. Right. I mean, the ramifications of it should it happen is huge because Disney's not going to keep something like Aliens or Predator. So where does that go? It's, it's Fox may want to break everything out and sell. He said the money's in acquisitions. 
How about we make the money by selling our acquisitions? What yeah. we oh, actually yeah. have. Yeah, you sell out. You sell out. Like, it's, it's what Marvel did to when they were he, he, yeah. heading to bankruptcy. They saw they were selling they sold out the rights. They sold out Spider-Man yeah. to certain. Yeah, to certain. And so, the 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 interesting thing to me was how quickly people picked up on this as this is done. Right. It's out there. It's a rumor. It's done. It's, well, we're I think getting the X-Men next year. The, the other side of this is that... It's all I, rumors are now anyway. Well, remember how many rumor, rumors on and off about Spider-Man there were and with Sony. And, you know, it was on... Oh, there, it's going to be... You know, he's going to be in Civil War. He's not going to be in Civil War. Oh, wait, they haven't even had talks yet. Oh, they, the talks fell through. And then all of a sudden, yes, the talks are confirmed. We are having them. We did do them. He is going to be in Civil War. He is going to be in the MCU. And this is that that's the the fuse, if you will, that's kept, you know, people held on to this, that, you know, it's this is going to happen. It's the spark, you know, Okay, this is going to happen just because, you know, and we do know from, you know, a lot of this, you know, from over the years with this different these different types of talks, if there are talks, you know, or rumors of talks, there's something there. Now, sometimes. so you know, sometimes when it, the reason that that I shared the, the rumor Star Wars the thing, group, well, the reason that I shared the rumor through the group was the fact that it was Wall Street Journal and MSNBC, right? And, but their articles were stating this is Fox saying we're looking to sell our entertainment division. It may not be Disney that buys it, right? You could see someone like Universal buy it. You could see someone like whatever MGM well, became by you could see someone like the, Sony. I don't think the right they couldn't buy the rights to the X Men or to if if it's that if Fox owns that acquisition they have the right to sell it. See, I I, I don't I think that and I, I could be wrong with this, but I think the way that the rights deal with Marvel and Foxes is if Mar if Fox goes to put those up for sale, Marvel has the right the first option to buy them back. You can have the first option, but if you put out the asking price to be a billion dollars, and they said no way, right? If then Marvel, they can if shop Marvel, it to Disney else. says no, we're not going to, we're not going to pay that to get those rights back. Then it's like, okay, who else? And you know, Warner Brothers could snap in and say, we want them. We'll and take the them. Likely, the likelihood is that it would be piecemealed anyway. Sure, because like I said, I don't think Disney would be interested in half of the properties that Fox has. No, because there's just nothing. What are you going to do with them? There just isn't anything there. You're competing against if you own everything, all you're competing against is yourself. Right. I mean I mean but when you look at it, what does Fox really have as far as I mean film properties that are that are making money and like, you know, franchises. Not enough. That's why right. they're in that spot. It's it's getting like you said, Disney's interest in it would be the Marvel stuff and getting Star Wars distribution back. Yes. They have something in Aliens and Predator that they could easily sell to Universal or Legendary, who's mm-hmm. doing Pacific Rim, Godzilla, and all of that, that type of company. Um, other than that, you is would there see... anything that you really think of as Fox that is a property that, that you would care about? They would sell their cable divisions. Yes. So the cable divisions go out there, and that's part of the reason that they said the deal, likely the deal isn't a, uh, an, all t- an all-in. Because Disney couldn't own Fox. Right. Because they already own ABC. You can't own more than one broadcast channel. Right. Uh, nationally. And with all but of But see, the- Fox wouldn't... I don't think Fox, the way they're... I don't think they would get rid of or try to sell off their no, broadcast that's, no, that's because in, of the football. That's in the, that's in the thing. They're selling football. Well, 
they're selling everything. They would sell the channel, but Fox would still produce. Fox would keep FS1. Football would still be on Fox. It would just be whoever buys Fox. Right. More than likely, your your deal would be you have to keep the Fox name for the Fox network. Right. But you own everything, and we're going to put TV. And I, I see it ends I, up being very complicated, I think but it, it, very, it very much mentioned that they may not sell Fox as a, broad, as a broadcast, but FX, FXX, all the other channels that they 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 own, mm-hmm. FXM, and there's a few others that are there that you don't realize are Fox properties. Right. They're all gone. They're, FS1 they're news, would stay with it because, yeah, the new, well, the news, that's the, their whole point is we want to do news and sports. Right. And that's it. If they keep the broadcast channel, then everything on it would be produced by someone other than Fox. Right. They wouldn't be broadcast. Which is not unheard of. I mean, no, it's, it's common practice until yeah. just a few years ago, really. I mean, because I mean, almost you, everything was was produced by something. I used to drive by the, the NBC lot in Burbank, and all the sound stages had stuff for CBS shows because the production companies had houses yeah. in the in the NBC studios, but they're not creating things for NBC necessarily. No, Paramount has, you know, Paramount has shows for, hell, um, Big Bang Theory is Warner Brothers. Yeah. You know, it, it, CBS is the distribution. Yeah. They they bought the rights to put it on TV. Right. So, I, but I think, I, I have a feeling you're right, fall. though. It may be an all or nothing, and that's why Disney has said, mm, I don't know about that. Yeah, because there's no reason to. I mean, yeah. what Disney probably wouldn't want to go through is we're going to buy everything, and then we piecemeal out what we want to piece out and try and get some money back from it. Right. The The talks may have died. Again, this is pure, pure <clears throat> conjecture. May have died on, no, we want to buy these five properties. Mm-hmm. You sell the rest of it to everybody else, and Fox is like, no. Yeah, we don't want to go through the work. Yeah. It's, right. it's buying a comic collection. Every time we get it, <laughs> yeah, they're just like, well, uh, well, we'll take this little piece of it, but you want to sell the rest of it over? No, I don't want to do that. I want to sell it as one thing. As I want to sell it to you. Selling you it. I want to sell all of it as one. Yeah. If you're not going to buy all of it, you're not going to buy any of it. Right. Our store usually buys all of it. It's like, that's we're going to do it, just do that. But if we look at it as a whole and go, because we don't want to do the work either. It's like We don't want to buy this entire collection for six books that really make sense. And 200 others that don't, and then try to figure out what to do with the 200 other books. Mm-hmm. This is what Fox is probably facing. And see, and the I say the only other company that would have the finances to purchase this would be Warner Brothers, and they're in the same situation as Disney. They already own a network. They already own a, a network station. So they they it's like well the the Fox station does us no good. CW, but still, it's it's a. It'll be interesting congressional hearings for antitrust. It's CW. <laughs> my thirteen comes. They in don't my... count. No, but you know they're the only ones that would would have the capital to go in there to do that. Unless you're thinking of somebody that isn't Directv or something. Directv probably not. But think of think of the fact when Sony, you know, when you had or was it MGM that got bought by a Japanese studio. No, MGM was bought by by Sony. Oh, Sony, yeah. So you basically have something that you didn't think of was going to be this huge entertainment conglomerate. I mean, Sony just used to make products. Yeah. Now they're in entertainment. They bought Columbia too, didn't they? Yeah, I think they bought everything that was left because they had all this money. Yeah. So you never you never know. I mean, you Amazon buys all the Fox properties for an entertainment division. They're looking for. They would give them a TV show station. Yeah, that's the Uh, thing. It would give them that, and or it would give them content for. Their streaming service, because then, you know, I still inevitably, inevitably every every network, every major studio is going to have its own streaming service that you're going to have to pay yeah. for. They're going to pull everything off. Amazon and Netflix are are 
desperately looking for original content that's only theirs right. because everything's going to get stolen from you. Not stolen, but everything's going to leave you. I wonder if, if you're it... Amazon, it would make sense to buy as much of the Fox property as you can so that that's Amazon's streaming service uh-huh. is all the Fox properties and be able to have the backing of a studio that can make new stuff that's specifically for you. It helps with Amazon uh, movies. Right. Yeah. Production house. I, but I, I wonder, though, you know, if, let's say somebody else does come in to buy Fox, I wonder if Marvel's rights will be in limbo at that point. You know, I mean, it wouldn't be the same thing as them trying to sell off the rights of Mar- of the Marvel properties, but they would be sa- selling to another entity. I mean, it, it, I don't know if it would. I don't know if it'd be well, the same thing. They're buying everything. If they're buying everything, it would just basically it's like the ownership. You know, yeah, AT and T buying Sony bought MGM. Direct TV. Yeah. They didn't have to go through the broccoli family to get James Bond. Right, they just bought James Bond outright because they bought all of, all of MGM. Right, but MGM also isn't wasn't an entity that had its foot in news, sports, sure. entertainment, There's online, everything that Fox does. Yeah. Ethan, what do you think? You've been quiet on this. I like Fox. There's <laughs> nothing to say that hasn't been said already. Oh, okay. I just, yeah. So, Wait, I, I wanted to make sure you felt included. I never feel included. <laughs> <laughs> that um, has nothing to do with the show, by the way. <laughs> it's just in life in general. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, it's going to be an interesting thing, especially if somebody else like Amazon does try to come in and, and purchase it. In terms of the few places, if if they're just selling their entertainment division, something like Amazon would might or Apple even might yeah. have the money to to buy it. The idea, you know, when they floated the idea, what was it last year? It was like Apple could theoretically buy Disney. Yes, if they sold everything they had, they right. could theoretically buy Disney. But Amazon or Apple could be the type of company that could buy the entertainment properties of right. Fox. And everybody just keeps their job, and they keep making movies. It's just there's a different head that yeah. says, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, we're not going to do this, we're not going to do this. But it would be interesting, though, if Disney does buy it and then starts – they'd be looking you – know, you'd have – if I was Disney, I'd look at what properties – If you were Disney, you need a bigger house. I know. But if, if I was Disney, I'd be looking at what properties could I make money off of, could I incorporate into to my umbrella, which ones would be worthwhile selling worth, – worth selling – or would it be just let it go? But here's the other thing that we never factored in. What if Disney just says we don't care, we don't want any of it because we already have enough properties that. Well, that's basically what they've yeah. done. Yeah. It's like we don't need Fox. We don't you know. They we, don't need anything anymore. No. <laughs> we spent no. four billion dollars on Star Wars. We don't yeah. need anything else. Uh, the only thing that I would see them be super interested in is to use it for TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is to be able to have those properties. That Fox still holds on to to use towards a TV, right? Or X Files. Um, well, not even X Files. I'm talking about the, the Marvel stuff. I mean, well, no, to they get those Marvel but properties. No, back, no, Disney has the rights for TV. But no, but like really doing TV, they can't make an X Men TV show on Netflix without getting into some sort of trouble. Mm. Within the Marvel universe, they can't do it. Within the Marvel universe, that's what I'm no, talking about. But they can make it because all of the all of the you shows have the options to do. I could see Disney say, if the price is right, it's worth doing because we can do, and we'll get into this in just a second. Yeah, we can do a Wolverine TV series, just just like they would do on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Can't do it now. They can, 
but they have to be. Uh, Fox has to be included and in that's the decision what I'm saying. of you it. You don't have to do anything with Fox, right? See, like Fox you're can't already, go out and make You're it, already but. seeing that kind of sideways glance from Marvel as to what Sony's doing with the rest of the Spider-Man universe, right? Mm-hmm. Even then, they got what they wanted, but you got to think that somebody there is looking, going, "Man, I wish we had Venom too," because oh, they're gonna f that up. Yeah. Oh, I wish we had Sinister Sticks because man, they're gonna f that up. It's the same thing here where you can. You can potentially use a character or two. Right. I don't think you'll ever see an X-Men film from Marvel in the near future with everything else that's already on their slate. But you've got what are the Netflix shows, which will now, as we transition into our next topic... Well, the one thing I want to do before you... uh, With the TV rights, Marvel does have the rights for the TV shows, but... They can't make it without without Fox, and Fox can't make it without Marvel. Yeah, again, it just destroys. It, the it's not of- like the movies where Fox can say we're going to make an X Men movie, we're going to do whatever, whatever we want with whatever it. Whatever Fox wants to do on TV needs a middleman. Whatever Marvel would want to do on TV with those properties needs a middleman. Yes, they can eliminate the middleman. Yes, and you're using your own talent that's already in house. Correct. As you're trying to build content for Disney's upcoming streaming service, having some of those characters be a part of mm-hmm. some of the stories that you can tell going forward could be something interesting. And that leads into the second topic, which is the second topic that, which is the second topic. The second good. topic. Uh, did you, I didn't know if you, you guys, I think it's the second topic. It is the second topic. Is it the second, second topic? topic, which is uh, Marvel. Sh- the, it was announced this week that the, and there's a lot of confusion. Uh, there's a lot of confusion. Yes. There, that the future Marvel, Shows for will no longer be on Netflix. They will be on the Disney streaming app. What would be epi- What would be Marvel episodic television would be on the Disney streaming app, right? A la the Netflix shows. Which I think the first thing I'd heard about this is in nothing until like twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one. Well, the the service doesn't so, even launch until right. twenty nineteen. Correct. Right. And so, what they said for the service launching, and that's the side news for this, is that they said that it would be comparative to Disney, or comparative to Netflix in terms of cost. Yes. Under. Or under. They yeah, said it would undercut under. it. Yeah. Which immediately told me, like, we're not having anything on this when it launches. Yeah. Because that's a lot of money that they're leaving on the it's table. It's just going to be, as we keep adding yeah. stuff in, it, the cost then the will pro- go then up. The cost well, will go. They'll, but, have, they'll have, I mean, the, like as we get to the later Well, they, they first, they, they, you have... One person from Disney saying we're gonna put everything on it, and you have the the Bob Iger this week basically saying it's we're gonna undercut Netflix, which makes me feel like they're not having everything on it from the start. If they don't dump everything on it from the start, but that's not the point. The He's point right. of it is that anything in the future that Marvel does and that Netflix type style is gonna go to the Disney streaming, which we all responded with a collective duh. Right. Yeah. But especially then if the, it's coming out in 2020. Yeah. You're going to have time for these shows, Daredevil, Defenders, and whatever's and new, Punisher season. Those two, will run Jack, their course. Whatever. So, the other thing is the existing shows, whether they stay on Netflix or they move to streaming. And I've always contended they're moving to streaming. Yes. The reason to, to delay, you could launch a Disney streaming service today if you really wanted to. Right. They could probably launch one in less than a month. The money they have to be able to put together. A streaming service that they can dump everything that they've got that's in the vault, quote unquote, mm-hmm. boom, gone. Why are they waiting another year and a half to two years in order to I do it? I think they're waiting for They're it. waiting for the distribution deals to stop. That, and I think they want to have some original content when they, uh, when they launch exactly. it. Exactly. But here's the thing. You, you want to know why they can undercut 
Netflix because they've already they own all these properties. They don't have to pay out to get the rights to, distri- to distribute them. Mm. The other thing is they've already made their money on all of these things. Mm. So now this is just you know extra money that they're going to have for their new stuff to finance their new things. But in a in a business in which everything has to be circular, like Marvel Publishing is circular within the Disney Empire. Right. Disney doesn't just hand Marvel Publishing cash. No, to no, right, right. Time Warner has done that for DC, by the way, but Marvel hasn't. Right. According to every report, Marvel has Marvel Publishing has to make its own money. ABC has to make its own money. ESPN has huh? to make its own money, which is why ESPN is hemorrhaging cash. That's why they 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 let them run themselves until right. They and can. so for this. You've got to make what you're putting out. You've got to make. So if you're not charging people a decent amount, then the new production that you're doing has to pay for, has to be paid for as people are giving you money and they're telling you it's not going to be that high. Mm-hmm. The only other thing I can think of is they're selling ads for everything they're doing. Yeah. I'll stop eating these. Um, well, Disney just released their Disney Now app, which has their their TV shows and stuff on it. Like, you know, like you can go watch Current Rebels. Oh. You can watch Rebels the day yeah. it's supposed to air. It's on there well, first thing in the morning. It. The CW has it. There's a big Oh yeah, thing. You, you yeah, you all you do is put in yeah, your TV provider. There's and, a huge thing for the CW right now that cuz it keeps like 4 weeks of shows or whatever in Right. It. So, Riverdale, the first episode of this season expires Thursday, Wednesday, whatever day it airs this week. Yeah. So there's a big thing this weekend. It's all in the, the feeds and stuff. See, um, Disney doesn't, doesn't watch, like that. You can go back and watch yeah. season one. But I'm saying one. almost everybody has oh, yeah, something sure. like that where, you know, Fox has it. You can go to the Fox Now app and watch everything. Right. Well, um, Disney also has, like, they have the Disney the Junior, season. Disney, you know, XD, Disney Channel. So you can go watch all those shows there. And, you you know, you could watch their seasons and even their current stuff the day that it airs. You can even watch well, that on demand live that television. Stuff it's just started not, with kids. I mean, yes. that was the first thing. I was like, holy crap. You can find, you know, Nickelodeon and Disney had it early where through your cable service, there's an app or whatever, or there's a streaming service that you can watch kids shows like crazy. Yeah. And that's where I was like, that that was the first thing I saw. Of now you have networks that do that for their primetime mm-hmm. programming, but this was just this is what people wanted. You put in your mom TV and dad provider, wanted, yeah, and then your email like like if you go to the, the Disney stuff, number. you yeah. go in and you put in like your, your it says like Directv. So yeah. I put in Directv, then I put in my the email address and password that's associated to Directv. Mm-hmm. Now I can stream all of the shows and even what's currently live on Disney XD. On or any of the Disney yeah. ones on my iPad. The early one I saw was yeah. that it was Verizon did it as a cable provider for those kids' channels right on your cable service. Yeah, you went to like a channel, much like buying movies. You know, well, you'd go in and find the movie. You'd go in and you just find whatever was well, on Time Warner you know, Nick or whatever. You can, yeah. yeah, you can do that on your Directv so on app, demand, basically. You can you can do that with your well, Directv yeah. app where you app, can you watch. Go to, and you don't you didn't need a Roku or an Apple right. or whatever. They have it's certain right there, they have yeah. certain channels that you can watch live. If you if you put something on on demand like you want you know, like I just did the Ninja Turtles that I've been missing. So if I start to air those, I can go see them on my app and watch them as a recently watched on on demand. Yeah, Directv's done that like crazy. Right, and then they also now they have their own. <laughs> streaming service where you don't have to have direct tv now you can buy your a la carte basically 
you know package, mm. and now you can stream Directv without having the satellite or the boxes or anything. Problem with that is you're streaming. You know, unless you have a yeah. hundred megs down, you know, you're not going to be able to get good quality. Yeah. And even if you have a hundred megs down, sometimes you're not going to get great quality. But or just buffers all the time. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean that. Marvel going, you know, the Marvel properties that are on Netflix going to a streaming service isn't, like, Brandon on, on our thread was kind of like, well, no, because they're producers. Those shows can't go. No. the If you if you go back and look at it, that's why I, I showed him on IMDb Pro, because it gives you the list of, of who the producers are and who the distributor are, and it breaks it down more than what you would get on normal IMDb or something like that. It mm. gives you more of a insider professional look at it. And those shows are produced by ABC Television. They are distributed by Netflix. So it's, what it's Lucasfilm and Fox for Star Wars. Right. All three of those the original Star Wars films are not produced by Fox. Right. They're distributed by Fox. They were produced by LFL. Correct. And so the way and you know Netflix has a different type of distribution than say, you know, Fox or Paramount or something like that, because they can put shows on and take shows off anytime they want. You know, we we uh, Doctor Who is a big one that it was airing solely on um, Netflix. You know, when for the for the streamings, mm. and then they went back and said, you know, what, we're done. We don't want to be streaming on you anymore. Amazon's offering us a better deal. We're going to go over to Amazon. And now you go stream all of that on there. The only thing that that Netflix has control over, and I don't even think that a lot of the you know all of those shows are solely made by Netflix, like you know uh, House of Cards and uh, um, yeah. Stranger Things and all those, because Netflix comes in and they buy the distribution well, of it, but yeah. not necessarily buy the rights it's to like them. Film festivals, right? So. So you can always take those shows. Like, they you may know, just like, buy an exclusivity to it. For, well, yeah, for an extended exclusivity, period. It could be money up front. Like House of Cards was, I think, paid for by Netflix. Because that was the first I one. I think that one was. Because yeah. Netflix, after Netflix the whole Netflix Kevin show. Spacey saying, saying, they said that they're going to spread their ways with it. Because they were going to do spinoffs and everything, too, with it. Mm-hmm. And they said, no, we're going to cancel the whole thing. And I thought they said something. Well, the producers, producers said, well, then maybe we'll take the show without Kevin Spacey and go someplace else. And I think Netflix came back Possibly. and said, I don't think you can. Well, they also Did killed you it anyway. They see how much it's going to cost them to, to replace Kevin Spacey in that film that's coming out in a couple of The Ridley Scott one? All the, yeah. All the, all the, all the, all the money, money in the world. world. Yeah. $10 million. Well, at first they said, well, he's not in that much. You know, so yeah, it's, it's not going to be that big of a deal. But it's still. It, it's, it's, what is it? Christopher Plummer? Yeah. yeah. I think it's doing it. was it. the first choice. But they decided to go with Kevin Spacey because he God, was more you, known. Can yeah. you imagine that call to his agent? <laughs> hey, you want to you want to use Chris? As, yeah, you want to Chris uh-huh. use him now? Yeah, yeah that was their first. Yeah, guess how much that's going to cost you? <laughs> hey, Chris, I dude, just got you ten million. We're in it. Yeah, well, no, that that ten million, I would say almost half of that is his paycheck. I don't know if I'd go that far, but yes, it's, it's, it's got to be a lot of money. It's got to be close Ooh, to that. Like, Maybe a third. Really like that movie. Yeah. It was well, really. The, what? I know they were saying they were they're bummed because it's not going to be out in time for Oscar no. contention. No, they're no, they they're saying it, it, yeah, December twenty second, the original yeah. release date. Yeah. yeah, they're going. They're shooting everything rapidly. Wow. Well, see, the one of the good things is they can put him in front of a green screen, 
and just they bring in the actor, the actress that's supposed to be opposite. Maybe. Have that movie playing behind in a sense. Well, no, well, basically, I mean, it's almost like it, he, he's doing ADR work. Mm-hmm. You so go in, you, you, you could, you could see a film like that may be difficult to do that in. We're oh, not yeah. expecting that kind of effect. Could you and imagine so if, if you have to be right, that actor or gonna, actress that has to go back in and read that I mean, that hell, you, you guys got so upset at the, the, the shot from the back of Thor and Loki and Odin looking <laughs> over the cliffs. Oh, that looks so stupid. All the other actors in that movie, though, have said, hey, we're good. Call yeah. us in when we need to. <coughs> yeah, I don't want to work with that guy line. anyway. It's not as bad as the Louis C. Clark one where... Who? Who? <laughs> Louis, C. Louis C. Clark? <laughs> Louis C. Clark? <laughs> Wow, holy shit. Louis C.K.? Yes, that's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> and I gotta mark that yeah, one. Mark Louis, that. Louis C. Clark, he's, he's out there Louis with Jeffrey Dean Anderson, right? <laughs> uh, it's not as bad as that film where they well, just, no, the night of the premiere. The is done. Yeah. The movie's done. It's not coming out. Was it I Love You, Daddy, or something? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a very Woody Allen lookish movie, which also gives off that creepy... Yeah, vibe. Because you also have John Malkovich playing the creepy old man, preying on Louis C.K.'s daughter, Chloe Grace Moretz. Yeah. Oh, did you hear her about that film? She said that she, uh, when she knew these allegations were coming down, she like completely. She said, "I'm not doing any more PR for this. I'm not doing anything. I'm breaking ties with this." You know, I've listened to his stand-up. <laughs> the rats are jumping off the ship. Well, you have again digression for the second week in a row. Uh, I read Ellen Page's pages of, yeah. of the in where she said she she felt pressured to do a Woody Allen film, and she's always been ashamed of herself for doing it because of that. And I was like, yeah. yeah, that's well, the first that's the first person in Hollywood to say something bad about Woody Allen. I'm I'm I mean it, it, it I, seems I just, like I, just, I don't know what's wrong about dating my 13 year old. It seems daughter. like every week now it's more and more. Did every you see week, it's every day. The gymnast now with the, the oh, that's Olympic that's doctor. a year old. They've talked about that. Dominic Marcio has talked about that. Well, yeah, but now for it's, years, he's, uh, he's been uh, in and out. Kayla Maroney yeah. was also talking about it too. Yeah, yeah. So that's been there. It's just now it's become oh, that we doc, can put that, that on. Already the news. in jail. Yeah, he's this is the, this is almost the, one of the topics we were going to talk about tonight. <laughs> Because well, might it's as well so just because we're talking well, about. Well, no, it. we don't talk about that one. Let's just move back to the Marvel thing. We'll, we'll, we'll we got a half hour. So oh, yeah, okay. So yeah, I mean, we with with Brandon and I, we kind of got into a really long discussion on our thread about, and Chris got involved about Marvel, the Marvel Netflix shows being able to transfer over to uh, Disney, and it is such you know, it's we're talking 2020. You know, whatever they have in production or pre-production right now will be made for Netflix. And then once they, I guess once the, now, anything going further than those things that are in pre-production won't be made. Yeah, if you're already contracted out for a third season of Daredevil and that's yeah. it. Yeah. Anything. Well, because those, those things are already getting ramped up to go in. Yeah. You know, think about it. They're doing three shows, three or four shows a year. I can't see them. I can't see Disney leaving those shows on Netflix if there's any option right monetarily or otherwise to bring them into their streaming service if the shows that will continue that storyline those characters or in that tone right would be uh, on that streaming service 
The other thing with this streaming service is Bob Iger has said that they're not putting R-rated on their streaming service. And so everybody went crazy, like, hmm. well, then the Netflix shows can't go on there. They're all rated R. And I'm like, no, they're not. No. They're not even close. They're, well, they're mature. They're mature, but they're not rated R. No. And so I got into it in a, in a group – not got into it, but in a group of the, you know, the other people that were talking about this. And one of the things I said is the MPAA is basically no boobs, no F word, no problem. Mm-hmm. It's not an R. And they posted – one of the guys posted a picture like, I guess you forgot the prison fight scene in Daredevil Season 2. And I'm like, There's no boobs in it. There's no F-words in it. They're fine. Yeah. It's not R-rated. I don't know if you've seen a PG-13 movie lately. but yeah, There's a lot of horror films that are PG-13. changed a yeah. lot, too. It's evolved. So I don't, I don't see any problem in any of the Netflix series that I've seen or that any of my friends have seen that have told me anything about it that would violate the R-rated stance. The other side of this is that, and who knows if that stance changes? Because right, but you know, people are like Disney's never going to put Kitty Fair and R-rated Fair next to each other. I'm like Netflix does it already. Yeah, they already have parental services that are in it. As long as they're there, they're perfectly fine with it. Yeah, and I, I could see them maybe not when it first comes out, but I could see them adding, you know, okay, you have to be 18 years older to watch these. You put the parental code on mm-hmm. yourself. You know, okay, you can't watch this, that, and the other. Yeah. But. Who's to say that these shows will, you know, that are on Netflix right now, will even still be, you know, where they're going to air? You know, they may not have planned for Daredevil to continue on to 2020. Yeah, they probably will end it. Yeah, remember, remember the original contract was different stories out there. Well, the original contract was they were going to do, they were going to do one season of, of each of them, do Defenders, and then they didn't mention anything else. There was mm-hmm. nothing in the pipeline. About uh, you know they were going to do those five things. They're going to be Daredevil, Luke Cage, you know um, Jessica Jones, Jessica Jones Iron and Fist Iron Fist, Avengers. and then do the the Defenders. Mm-hmm. And then Daredevil. everybody was like, after that, they'll be in Avengers or something. Or, yeah. D- yeah, Daredevil proved to be so popular so quickly they did Daredevil season two. Right. So like the Iron Man two things, the only say, sequel yeah. in the first phase where they're like, exactly. Oh, we should probably make one of those. Yeah. Everybody wants an Iron Man two. But you know, in Defenders, Defenders did not do that well. Um, you know, reported Iron Fist didn't allegedly. do that well. Allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> nobody knows any numbers. Yeah, we had, next week we have we have uh, Punisher coming out. Oh my God, is that next week? Yeah, it's this Friday. Jesus Oh yeah, this Friday. Yeah, because it's the same so weekend. Everybody, instead of going out to see Justice League, just watch Punisher. Well, that's right. It's the same. It's the same let's see. You also let's see. You have you have Justice League. The big things Justice this weekend League. are Justice League, Ooh. Wonder. And and uh, Wonder. Punisher, yeah, Wonder. It's the Julia Roberts, Owen Wilson one, with the kid that uh, has the facial disorder. Elephant Man for the millennials. I don't think that's a big thing this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big it. thing in this household. My daughter is dying to see that movie. Oh yeah, she is. Wow, I really want to go see that. <laughs> they had oh. the SNL. Uh, they did the Halloween hour or whatever you know, like the skits from previous years. Yeah, and they had the the Owen the Wes Anderson. Uh, uh, oh yeah, film. If Wes Anderson made a horror yeah. film of Owen Wilson being in the house that has like, oh, oh wow, look, there's a guy with a chainsaw, mm. and he has knives. All, like, all these people are. What are they doing on my lawn? Oh, <laughs> is Ed Norton playing Owen Wilson? Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, I remember that now. Um, wow, your face is really screwed up. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, <sighs> who knows what, you know, if if these shows 
come to 2020 or come when this app is I think launched. If you're if you're gonna if you're gonna put money down, if you're telling me if they stay on Netflix or they go to Disney in 2019, 2020, I'm putting money on they're going to Disney. Oh, they're uh, no, they're Disney's going to get what it wants. They're either going to Disney it or they're not being made want, anymore. It doesn't want Fox. Fox's X Men doesn't want it, so they're not getting it. They don't really care one way or the other. I think they would care about getting these types of shows back to them. Well, yeah, I mean, but these, these shows are, you know, they already own these shows. It's not like they're, the properties, the rights to them are gone. Especially they, considering that ABC wants nothing to do with Marvel television anymore. Speaking of which, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. comes back December 1st. One hour. I love the fact that almost nobody else I know <laughs> is still watching has, No, has listened to the show. Because everyone's like, why is there only half a season? Because it was, wasn't supposed to be any season. ABC doesn't want it. They tried to cancel it. Well, it's it actually, they were originally talking about bringing it back in January for the second half. Of, and then they, they movie doubled up. Service. No, they, they doubled up uh, in humans to get it out and done. The first one, they, they doubled it up and got rid of to try to get rid of it. So they're bringing back well, everyone's forgetting, Shield. Just forgetting the story that right. Disney forced them to do season five. And the compromise ABC said was you're only doing half a season. Yeah. Because we pay way too much money for something that has less than 3 million people watch it. Mm. There's almost as many people watching Riverdale as there's Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. I still can't believe you watched that show. Riverdale's awesome. <laughs> hot Topic loves it. Yeah. Well, the Hot Topic loves anything like that. Yeah. I'm surprised they don't have a whole section of 100. Or they might have. I don't know. Keep well, it 100. What happened? Didn't 100 get canceled too? Did it? No. I thought it did. Is this still on? I never see ads for it anymore. It's because it doesn't come back until January. Uh, Um, It was supposed to get canceled, but then they brought it back. Well, Disney made them bring it back. Here's here's the thing. We were talking about what Disney might have for their streaming service when it's launched. Star Wars. They They made an announcement that Star Wars will be on a streaming. They'll have a TV series. On a streaming service, they didn't say if it's live action. They didn't say if it's the Rebels replacement, you know, or animated, whatever's coming after yeah, Rebels. They didn't say it was live action, but boy, did everybody right. say they said it was live action. I can see and them. when they when they announced the series or whatever we talked about it three weeks ago, four weeks ago, whatever. Uh-huh. That's where I said, okay, I take back that I, they're probably never going to do a live action TV series. It makes perfect sense to do a live action TV series to launch a streaming service like this after they've seen the success of daredevil even mm-hmm. the, the, the original stuff on hulu the original stuff on amazon the original stuff on netflix like house of cards and, and those type of things once you've seen that type, type of success you're like these shows work in the short term they're big huge successes when you drop them remember about a year ago though people were talking netflix was even talking about a star wars live action tv series or wanting to do one they've been talking about it since episode three came out no, no, no. Netflix. No, Netflix was said they wanted to do it. Netflix had said, we're in talks with Disney to do a live-action TV series. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, remember, it died out. No one heard anything about it. Well, Episode here's why. After, before, <laughs> I didn't hear anything about it in the first place. What Ethan was talking about is before... That's because we talked about it on kept, the show. People talking you know? about that you know, live-action TV series. When Lucas and... Um, he Rick, wanted to say Rick Berman. Rick uh, McCallum. McCallum. McCallum basically said... We, have we can't seat. do it right now. Right. I mean, that was his. They, I remember the interview they did on G4 on Attack of the Show. And you and I are watching it and going, read between all those lines. Rick McCallum saying it's too expensive. Right. He what said we would want have to, to do, do a, a show that would be cost us $2 million. He said it would basically be every week we'd be filming a new movie. 
for what we would want to spend on this. We'd be making a TV series that costs us $2 million for each episode. And George has already written 50 episodes. So think about how much that's going to cost us to make these sh- this show. For TV in which the return is not immediate. Correct. That's the other problem with it versus yeah. a movie. But when it's Disney owns the streaming service and the subscriptions are directly related to content, then content makes a heck of a lot more sense. And you've and also you proved so now that you can people... do 10 episodes instead of a yeah. you know a 22. Yeah. You can you can go in and that's one I think drama. that's one of the big things that that is going to save a Star Wars TV series, a live action one is that these shows on Netflix, you know, like Stranger Things and everything, you know, and all these other ones or even the even, even Daredevil cable. ones where they yeah, even the basic cable ones where they go in and we go Okay, we're going to film for three months on a movie, like basically a movie schedule. We're going to do ten episodes, and we can shoot this as if it was a movie. So if we're on location one, we know that for these ten episodes, this is when when we'll be here. We can shoot everything here, and you shoot it just like a movie. It saves you so much more money. Yeah. Then you go into post all you know, and you just do all your post at the same time. Yeah, when you know that you can do 10 episodes and you're going to drop them all at one time, the reason that episodic television on the network didn't do that is, one, you're doing 22 episodes, mm-hmm. and two, you don't know if you're going to have a full season. Right. You know, you go in and you, you shoot, you build your sets, and you go in and you're like, okay, we're going to shoot, and then CBS calls you and says, hey, Bobby Moynihan, you shouldn't have left SNL because we can't shoot your show after two showings. And all of a sudden, none of that makes any sense. Whereas, did it you cancel have a problem? I thought, oh, yeah. no, I thought his show it. was doing really well. Wait, wait, wait. Nope. They the, dumped uh, it me, myself, and I? Yeah. Or? It was getting nope. good canceled reviews. It, canceled it after two showings. Hmm. Wow. Yep. Oh, that's right. Well, they brought back uh, the... the um, Kevin James' show is still on the air. They brought back <laughs> Matt, uh, Matt, um, Matt LeBlanc? Matt LeBlanc's show oh, earlier. Man with a Plan? Episodes? Yeah. No, Man with a Plan. No, Man with a Plan. Oh, episodes is done. Yeah, um, there are no yeah, more episodes. Yeah, you, episodes. you didn't want to see Bring Kevin James and Leah Remini again? again. <sighs> she wasn't even in the show to start with. No, she wasn't. Oh, yeah. Do you know what they did? They can't, so yeah, they, they killed, killed the other girl. <laughs> do you know how? Do you know how they made the announcement on the show? No. It was because we it was on. Uh, we were watching Big Bang Theory, and it came on after. So you know, when we recorded it, it had uh, yeah, it had like the first couple minutes of the yeah, show. Yeah. So he walks in and he's getting his daughter's food ready for school or something, and she gets the mail and there's a, a like a letter from an insurance company or something about his wife from his wife, and he says, "God, we're still getting this, you know, even months after she's died." And then it went into the whole other thing. That's how they canceled it, or that's how they killed her off, all because they wanted to bring back and have a. Have a resurgence of Kevin, or what was the um, King of Queens? King of Queens, make King of Queens again. Yeah, they are pretty much that commercial. She looks so bad now. I list well, she she doesn't have the blood of Zenu or whatever (laughs) inside of her because she's running away from. (laughs) That's a you know how hard it is to run away from all the assassins that Scientology (laughs) sends after people, and I'm not even kidding. Beth goes, "Is that what happens when you leave Scientology? Do they ruin your face like that?" (laughs) It's the voodoo doll that Tom Cruise has. The I listen to K Rock at work through and through in the car now through the TuneIn app. Yeah, it's all CBS commercials. Oh yeah. So it's it had all the me myself and I commercials which are now gone, and they they show Kevin they they play Kevin can wait at least forty times a day. Yeah. And wow, I've, I there's rarely any other people on earth I want to choke out. 
Oh, it's so as bad. much as I just want to choke out. You know, oh, I just you know you know what it is. I need I need a me day. Ah, I'm like that's not funny. <coughs> and I, I say it's so bad, but just seeing from from I know you guys don't care about Big Bang Theory anymore, but from watching the promos for it when they showed the during, during the commercials, and it's just like oh, this show can't last much longer. And yet there it is. King of Queens was on the air for like eight uh, million. It's years. still on it's still syndication. On syndication. Yeah. Yep. Um. But yeah, a Star Wars live action show is very possible now with a Disney streaming app. And that to me, that makes the addition to the other reasons to have a Disney streaming app, that makes the monetary value of what I'm spending. Yeah. The value the, for your money. Yeah, I'm getting the value for what I'm spending. Well, that's what I said. If it if you putting when we first talked about this when they announced it, I said you if you're telling me you're going to put 90% of the vault in there all but immediately all the Disney XD stuff, all the Disney Channel stuff, all the Disney Junior stuff, and you're doing new Star Wars cartoon, and you're doing your Marvel Netflix series. You know, we, we said from the start, like, they've got to go there. There's no reason not to buy it. I said, even if it's 15 bucks, I'll buy it at that well, point. Hell, right. Even if they're saying they're undercutting Netflix on yeah. the price. And now you're talking. What, it's going to be like 8 bucks? Yeah. Well, month, Netflix you know? just raised their prices again. Well, yeah, because they got to pay for all the acquisitions. Right. Like, everyone is needing original content so it's expensive yeah well yeah stranger things is like eating up the whole budget there <laughs> it'd just be interesting to see, see what I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure that, it out you guys watch season two yet? yeah no i, I mean season one outside yet. of outside and everyone made fun of me for that uh outside of that direct subscriber where are you getting your money because even even with netflix which I know a few people that have cut Netflix over the last year because they simply don't have what they used to have. Yeah. And so if you're losing – are you gaining as many subscribers when you tell everybody, hey, Stranger Things 2 is, is starting on October 27th. We're expecting new people to join on the week before to get caught up. And we're going to raise your price by a dollar or two dollars or whatever it is that everybody freaked out about. Yeah. And – is that enough to pay for? And it really was a, it mainly affected four K people. The four K well, everything went up because my nine everybody went up, but four K went up two dollars, I think. Mm. Yeah. What um, do you think they have like seventeen million subscribers or whatever? I don't even think that number has been released. But I mean, see, I, whatever Netflix is telling you, if Netflix is telling it to you, I don't believe them at all anymore because they don't have anybody that independently checks their numbers. Mm. I'd love to know how many. It was sort of like. Well, no, they said that um, uh, the Nielsen ratings were being. No, the the way that they got Nielsen ratings were very weird. I I heard that on K-Rock, too. And the way he described it doesn't make any sense. If you're taking statistics, that makes no sense at all. Right. Because it's not people who have Netflix. Right. So you can't can't Nielsen rate something that that the people who are. If you're saying if you have a Nielsen box, your Netflix doesn't work with your Nielsen box, then you can't say Nielsen people are telling you. Because the box, yeah, I know, I know, I, I, I didn't understand. It's like a scientific survey of me standing in front of, you know, the El Capitan and ask a hundred people to walk by. Hey, do you have Netflix? If a hundred people say yes, that doesn't mean everybody in America has it. Right. Mm -hmm. You're you're in a market that that consumes entertainment differently than Podunk, Idaho, or whatever. So. Well, what I'm saying with that is the fact. Let's say they they have 17 million subscribers. And each one of them are now paying a dollar extra. That's every month they're getting an extra seventeen million, which is going to go funnel into whatever shows that they're going to be creating. Right, but if you're also saying that, what is it, twelve episodes of Stranger Things this year? 
Uh, eight. Eight? Just like the previous one? No, no, it was nine. Ten, I think. No, I nine. It was, it was one episode longer than last year. Really? Okay. Yeah. At nine million dollars, at a million dollars a piece for each of those episodes, that's a nine million dollar right. season. In addition to all of your upkeep and everything else that you have to do. That seems like a lot. Yes. And again, 17 million subscribers is huge. But see, I, I barely well, watch... Well, we don't even know what that number is. Yeah. I'm just, well, I'm just well, I go back to the, I go back to the Loot Crate thing because the, what they were trying to figure out when... Wow, that's loud. Jeez, Mikey. When Rocket Raccoon number one was the best-selling book of the year was because it went into Loot Crate. Right. And that's where they found out that Loot Crate had... Loot Crate's like, oh yeah, we have 100,000 people. We have 50,000 people to get it. That makes our pops... Really, 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 really collectible because we only make 50,000 of them because that's how many subscribers. No, they had like 350,000 subscribers. Right. Because they printed something like 375,000 comics of the comic that went into Loot Crate. So they have to have at least... But how many of those did they actually put into boxes and how many of that just sat around there hoping to go into extra that's boxes? That's what they're saying. 350 out of the 375 probably went into boxes. Right. Because there wasn't a lot of stuff left over. And even then, you're, if you're if you're loot crate, you're not spending money to have stuff left over. You want everything to go into the box. No, right. but they they do end up having things left over where they put them into their specialty boxes or, or their yeah, no, yearly you have boxes. Stuff that's, or... You have stuff that's left over, but it's not going to be <coughs> half of what you know. Right. They're not making fifty thousand. Oh no no no, they're not. Yeah, boxes. yeah yeah yeah. But the same thing. Who knows what you know? Netflix, I'm sure, would overinflate its numbers but if they were to ever come out and say what. It how is. often do you now watch Netflix where you go back and watch movies? A movie or something that you movies. that you've already you know that's like you went and saw it in the theater. Very. Uh, I'd want to, but the problem is most of those aren't on Netflix anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, my queue gets smaller every single month. Right. Like bizarrely, like Skyfall was on it, and when I sat down to watch Skyfall, it was two days after it was taken off. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> fantastic. So don't none of the none of the Bond movies are on anymore because MGM wants to do MGM Sony wants to do a mm-hmm. streaming service. Um, half the shows that I had in there are gone because I don't think I watch places. One, I, I thing. it's very rarely that I watch. Well, they don't get anything new. What's the last movie that premiered on there that you cared about? Rogue One. It's just like that's HBO. a year ago. Hell, when HBO puts the movie yeah. out, you're like, oh, they're pen, playing the same movie over and over again. And well, there's gone. like I didn't, I didn't get to see that on there. Well, see, Splits yeah, on there right now, and I hadn't gotten to see that yet. So I was like, okay, well, there's at least one thing on there. Okay, so you have see, one film that you were kind of excited about that's sitting on Netflix. Which is one – I think a reason that – I think a reason why uh, AT&T slash DirecTV went to – if you have AT&T and DirecTV and you combine them for a unlimited – whatever their unlimited plan mm-hmm. is or something, you get HBO for free. Mm-hmm. For a lifetime, as long as you have, as long as you have, yeah, T-Mobile did that for Netflix. You can watch yes. Netflix. They'll, they'll pay you. Basically, they give you a credit on your bill for whatever Netflix. Correct. Would they cost. charge you, and then they give you the credit back. Yeah, you get their unlimited plan. It's a hundred dollars. Yeah, they charge you a hundred dollars, and then they give you nine ninety nine or eleven ninety nine back for your service. Right, because I because I went to go cancel, it and I was like, oh wait, I get. And there was there's other things that they offered with this new plan, but you know, I was like, oh well, now here's a reason just to keep it because I get it for free. You know, because I yeah. can. I, what I had done for years is I would, you know, you know why they did that because people like what I was doing. Yeah, I would, I would get it for Game just for Thrones, Game of Thrones and then, and then they would cancel leave. it. Yeah, that's why they. That's why they also spread Westworld on one end of the spectrum and then Game of Thrones on the other. 
you know, the, the, so they're not. Oh, I mean, HBO they're not concurrent every like, six months. To, yeah. yeah, but HBO got smart and finally did the whatever the HBO now is or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, the the pay as you go, you know pay for their streaming fifteen dollars and, and you can stream it. Yeah, that was for that reason too. Like nobody's watching our stuff through mm-hmm. the year, but everybody wants to watch the stuff that's there. We can do it. We can do it first on HBO. And then we'll throw it on here a month after or whatever. Hey, Disney streaming app, I mean, I don't see any downside to that app. To me, you know... It, well, to me, the downside is if they don't go far enough. Like I said, if they open it and like, hey, we have 10 movies and 10 TV series. Yeah. Here you go. Oh, you know all And it's the... 10 bucks. You're like, no. If it's... It, he, the questions are, because Disney is the type of, of their, their business practice in terms of home releases and DVDs or whatever, is to offer them for limited times, pull them, and then re-release them. The vault, yes. If you're going to put that Disney renaissance of Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion King, Tarzan, if you throw those on there, but you're telling people only one of them is going to be on every month. Right. So we're going to put Aladdin on in November, and then we're taking it off. And then Lion King's going to be on in December, and then we're taking it off. Who knows when we're bringing it back. Yeah, and then I'm like, this sucks. Yeah. Because I'm not paying for that. Right. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to, you know, if you just sit there one week and go, I'm going to watch all these in order. I'm just going to knock these out. Pixar films, the same thing. But here's You're the telling thing. me Toy Story is going to be there for 60 days and then they're going to take it out. And then they're going to give it back to me a year later if I stay with the service. F that. That's, that's the, the downside to me is if, if their practice mm-hmm. is we're going to keep pulling things. Because here's the great thing with Fox. Fox, excuse me. The Disney. They own it already. There's no reason it can ever go anywhere else. Yeah. Unlike Netflix, which is, hey, we have all the Universal... What? We don't have any of the Universal stuff anymore? Sorry, guys. Don't right. have any of the Universal stuff. But here's but the, we still have all the Disney stuff. Oh, wait. No, no. No Disney stuff either. Okay. We got House of Cards. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Spacey. Um, but here's the thing. Here, here's what's going to slow Disney down. You're talking they maybe have maybe 100 films right now that are... Uh, already pr- printed, or excuse me, already made, converted over to digital. Now you're talking, you've got to take the rest of their vault and convert those to digital. And not only to In digital. two years? Easy. Not yeah. only to digital, but if you're talking the earlier stuff, then you have to you have to upgrade their quality. Easy. Well, you, things like two years? Snow, uh, Snow White, for example. Remember when we thought the planes were going to fall? Like I said, those are already been done. Those yeah. are There's about 100 films, I would say, that are done. Oh, it's probably more than 100. Everything, easy. It, it, for what what Disney has, the resources they have, easy. Again, remember when we thought planes were going to fall out of the sky on December 31st, <laughs> 1999? And they didn't. But six months before, they're like, we know, haven't even started so they, doing It took this. them a couple years. Yeah. You didn't even oh, start any of this. Sorry, that's still too soon, isn't it? I don't think that's a good time at all. <laughs> but... <laughs> no, that, I'm sorry. That was a very bad joke. I take that back. Oh, I didn't finish it, though. I left it for open for interpretation. <laughs> so anyways. I haven't used the so anyways in a while. <laughs> it's a but good yes, time, too. Disney, Disney can easily do that in less than two years. Yeah, and all they need to do maybe. is hire a team of people that strictly are there to convert stuff to digital. Yeah, and that's what every, it. What every major com- what every major company did in July of 1999 was to hire people to change all their codes to add numbers. Yeah, to but it's, you're talking film because you got I mean, it's a little bit different. Doesn't matter. It's not. It, it, I'm not, I'm not it all I want is sound different. of music. I want uh, not sound of music, but uh, like song of, music of the south. Right. I want that on there. Because you're racist. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> And yet again, I like the music in it. I'm sure you like the music in it. (laughs) Oh, have you ever gone back and watched that now? 
No, I haven't I seen it in years. It, if you go on YouTube, when they re-released you can find it, it, I saw it. See, that's the, oh, other the, the that's the other problem of not putting everything on your vault because then you're like well i'll just go to youtube and watch it yeah. someone every day someone's sitting there like oh they took down my star wars click eh, re-uploaded it everyone can watch star wars on youtube for free yeah oh they took it down again click hey everyone can watch star wars for free <laughs> At any no. moment of any day, you can watch just about any film if you really want to deep dive. Actually, you know what it was? It was last year when we first got the Cody. We, uh, we that was the first thing you wanted. To no, see that wasn't the first thing. Out? But we wanted to show Arabella like some of the some old stuff, stuff, and it came it came up when you put in Disney, you know, like old Disney films, and it came up, and we put we on and the quality. The white, white is right. And the quality of it was so awful that you could barely. I mean, it looked like it was the something. Quality boot- on an illegal streaming service. No, 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 the no. Pirate but, service is terrible. I'm just saying. That's bizarre. <laughs> no, no, You're no. saying that a non-professional that puts it on a pirate service. No, no, no. That's that that not, quality is crap. No, no, no. <sighs> not everything on there is bad. Because I'm telling you, that camcorder recording of Rogue One that you watched two days after it came out, that must have been amazing. Oh, I didn't watch that. No. Uh-huh. Sure you did. I didn't have to. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I, was at some, I got – so anyways, on that. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> it ended up being that it was on there, and we went back and watched the beginning of it. You know, Daddy's home state. Yeah, and it was so. Oh, uh, it's so over the top racist now. When you look back at it, <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't even make a segue into the no, next thing. <laughs> Speaking of racist, Ryan Johnson's making a new Star Wars trilogy. <laughs> I was trying to think how I could get and into it that. Stars one. Jar Jar Binks. Speaking of white people, <laughs> so Ryan Johnson, who. <laughs> Everybody's... That is the best tweet ever. Which I really hope you like my movie, but obviously <laughs> now I really hope you like my That's movie. That's what I said. was like, to announce that now really puts pressure on him and that movie. I the, wonder... same thing, the same thing with JJ. I mean, yay, they announced it. Yeah. And I'm sure they're getting ahead of somebody ruining it. What's the point of saying that now? I know. I wonder if they felt bad and that they gave episode 9 to JJ for Ryan Johnson. I don't think they felt Ryan. bad. I got a feeling... I think if you if you were to really if you were to really look into it, is they did this. Jonathan or, or Colin Trevorrow still doing nine. They went to Ryan Johnson after this and said, "We want you to do a new trilogy." Ryan Johnson starts because that's going to take a long time. Right. We follow. We we fired Colin. Hey Ryan, dude, seriously, I'm doing three movies. <laughs> you want me to do another a fourth? All right, and then they went to jo- now. I sort of understand that makes Ryan more Johnson sense. Not doing it, yes, knowing this because this has got to be in the works for a while. He's beginning it with yeah. the first one. He's not. He's crafting the beginning of. A well, new you got to think about he's it. He's not doing the entire other trilogy. But he's still. He's got to. He's got to come up with a storyline, well, yeah. and he, he's he's plotting out what's going to be a trilogy, and he's Especially at least what doing. Lucas did for you know yeah. everything. Yeah, he was like Death Star. Yeah, blows up. Yada, yada, yada. Brother so, and sister kiss Death each other, Star. and he'll still and be overseeing. Brother and sister, wait, he'll still be overseeing whoever's directing the next two or writing the next two. If they he said he if was, they, maybe I writing. thought they said he was doing the entire trilogy. Writing I it was it, it was going to be. I heard that trilogy. first, but then I read that he was only doing the first installment, but crafting the. I I, the I new heard trilogy. the crafting thing, but <laughs> the last time one person decided to do all three films, right? <laughs> um, we got Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> in all three films. In all three films. <laughs> um, oh, God. Uh, so everybody immediately went, it's got to do Old Republic. It's got to be Old Republic. I also heard that it was supposed to be in a different galaxy and not 
the direct galaxy we know. This well, galaxy be, is but, a little bit closer. It's yeah, not far, I, far away. I, I thought, I was like, that's, that's stupid. You can't have the Star Wars bonk? in a different galaxy. Well, it can be in the galaxy itself, but yeah, in a different part of it. From what I inferred from that is that wild space outer rim. is a different galaxy. Exactly. Off, not a different that, that, galaxy, but it's so far away it might as well... It, it, it's it's it may affected or whatever. It hasn't been high. Fine, the, the hyperspace lanes haven't wanna, been discovered yeah. there, and they don't want to put that out there of like, oh, right. Well, especially I mean, people, you you've only had two. You only really had two two properties, or not not really properties. Yeah, Ryan Johnson. Two will stories write and produce new to trilogy. even mention it. Ryan Johnson will write, produce new trilogy, and direct the first entry. Okay. Yeah. So even separate, uh, separate from the episodic Skywalker saga, introduce new characters from a corner of the galaxy that Star Wars lore has never been explored before. So that that's from the official release, and that's what everybody immediately went to. He's doing the Old Republic. He's doing the Old Republic. It'd be cool. Well, it depends yeah. if if are they talking time or are they talking space? Right. Because if they're talking time, then Old Republic's fine. If they're talking space, you might not be doing an Old Republic one. No, but because but, if if the Old Republic isn't going to take place outside of what the planets you've already seen. Right. The, the space you've already seen. You could do it within the core. But you've seen the core, and, and really, I mean, well, so much of... You will see the one of the core planets. That's what um, Crate is. Crate's one of the core planets. Yeah, but you've still seen, you've already seen core planets. Have you seen in, in the prequels? I mean, you've seen Coruscant, and a bunch Coruscant, of stuff that's pretty yeah. close. I mean, Coruscant's been the closest core planet that you've had. Well, listed as Pizzler. It's the core planet, but yes. Well, yeah, I mean, but especially if you... Well, I was going to say if you look at the old EU, but if you look at even uh, uh, the, what was the Luke Skywalker one, um, uh, Skywalker. Heir to the Jedi, mm-hmm. that one, go, he and um, uh, what's her name that they take her yacht, um, or her father's yacht. Come I on. don't remember. Come on, nerds. Oh, God, I can't remember her name now. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oh, I can't think of that. Disdain it. Come on, nerds. <laughs> but they go they go remember. to the core, which is, you know, they're closer to the Did core. They? Yeah. Remember they, they, went went to, to, they, went to, they went to Rhodia, but that's not super close. No, but they went to one of the core planets. Because they had to take a different space lane uh, that wouldn't take them by Coruscant. Um, well, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, so, I mean, Wild Space, there's only been two Wild mentions space. of it so far. It's been in the Thrawn book and it's been in the Aftermath trilogy. Mm-hmm. So, and the second Thrawn book is possibly going to have more about it, but that's been the only real mentions to Wild Space yet. But it's possible to do something there because you know you are setting it up. Yeah, you have you have lit- you know introduced it within the canon. Yeah, the entire trilogy takes place on Naboo, <laughs> and it's about the Gungans. <laughs> it's the Gungan aftermath. Star you know, Wars. like a Gungan it, story. <laughs> Um, well, okay. Me, I like in you. <laughs> what would you? What he talking about? What would you like Brian Johnson to do? Star Wars movie. <laughs> no, I mean, it, I, I really, I, I, it's so far away, and I, the fact that I haven't seen Last Jedi. But if you could sit down, if you know. were sitting down with Ryan Johnson right now, and you, he said. What what do you think I should do as a? Trilogy? I would go way. I'd be like, dude, I'm not doing your job for you, okay? No, no, no I'm just, I'm. Just... I would, I would go way in the future. Future or yeah. you wouldn't want to do Old Republic? I'd go way no, Old Republic's already been done. Future's already not been in, done too. Not in but... canon. I don't care about canon. 
can't, stories are stories. It's just we've seen the old Republic. Because everybody was like, oh, we've we got to do Revan. So he's desperate. Gonna do, uh, okay, so all those people are the same as like, oh, my God, I can't wait till they do oh, episode, I know. episode three. That fight's going to be so awesome between Luke and Ben. I've been waiting for it. Oh, that fight was stupid. Yeah. I've been waiting for it so long. I can't believe it. I want to see Old Republic. I want to see Old Republic. And then they get like, it wasn't as good as the first time. It wasn't as good before. They did a better job in the EU. See, I don't know why they even bothered to do it. Just like with Mara Jade, you are setting yourself up for failure if you try to do Old Republic. Because the guys that have a hard-on for Old Republic, the girls that have a hard-on for Old Republic, they're never going to accept anything the else. The Wookiees that have a hard-on for Old Republic. It's... it. Guys and girls are Wookiees? I didn't say species. I just said guys and girls. I was just gender, continuing on the The non-gender, the, the gender... Non identity, <laughs> the gender benders, the, the piece <laughs> the that I've they're never gonna accept. It's just like me with Mara Jade. You, you give me a new Mara story, 99% sure I'm not gonna like it because it just can't be the first one. But so you thought you that go, maybe with Thrawn, too. No, I didn't because Thrawn doesn't have as big a Thrawn was in three books and that was it. The, the core of Thrawn, you had Thrawn in three books, you also have Timothy Zahn writing that he's using Rebels. I was fine with Thrawn, yeah. Mara Jade's the one I'm saying, don't do Mara Jade, because you're not going to do what anybody wants. And, and the same thing here. If you do uh, if you do Old Republic, you're just not going to do what people want. You go way in the future. I'm not talking Legacy, the comic book series that has Cole Skywalker in it. I'm not talking Legacy okay. 2 with, with Aeneas Solo or whatever. I'm going hundreds of years into the future. The galaxy looks very, very different whatever the Galactic Empire was is gone. All that stuff is gone, and you're kind of crafting this new thing that still has some of those same same themes. The only thing I would keep with it is the Force, but it wouldn't be the, the most important thing there. You know, the lightsaber or whatever. It could be the rediscovering of the Jedi. You don't have to go back and tell the origin of the Jedi, because, again, everyone's going to be mad at you, whatever you do. If you do the rediscovering of the Jedi way <laughs> in the future... Star Wars, the first Jedi. He just starts it right back over. <laughs> He's got the last the, Jedi the and the first Jedi. Ultimate, Ultimate Star Wars. They do the complete reboot. <laughs> Disney what if he's doing the Lucas reboot? Now, new, <laughs> okay, now. Mikey, is there anything he's that you would, you would want to see him do? No, because I wouldn't mind just being surprised. Actually, with that, with that saying, this is the this is the guy that won't watch the new Star Wars trailers, but to get his Star Wars fix, he watches the Old older trailers. Star Wars trailers. I was like, because when I came up, when we came back, and he was he was already here. He, he's like watching the trailer. I'm like, what are you doing? Watching the old Star Wars trailers because I don't want to watch the new one. <laughs> it's like oh, that's pretty cool. Like watching, just watching the Force Awakens trailers. That first teaser, when the Millennium Falcon comes up, I'm like, ah, Finn jumps up. Looks the right. second one, the music in it is so good. <laughs> the, no, no, the second, the second uh, Force Awakens trailer. Oh, not the one with uh, Han and Chewie at the end. But the other Correct, one? the next yeah. one. That music in it is so good. Yeah. The, the crescendo. Not the, not the We're Home one. No, no. the second one. The that's next... the first one. No, that's the, the second that's, one. That's whatever. the first trailer. That's the first trailer. You had the, the I next... don't call them teaser trailers anymore. It doesn't, whatever. It was called the second trailer, I'm telling you. Teaser trailers are 10 seconds long, not a that's minute long. That's what it should be, you're right. But... So anyways, anything else? I'm not going to ask Ethan because Ethan doesn't care about what Star Wars, what Ryan Johnson's going to do as a Star Wars movie. Thanks, ass. What do you want him to do as a Star Wars no, movie? An no, ass. I don't want Apparently, in my opinion, doesn't matter. So the ass strikes back. So, anyways, so Eric's on his own. <laughs> Did you like my comment? <laughs> <laughs> what about Bendis? Oh, 
Did we have uh, that on the we, record? I oh, it was yeah, we totally skipped that. Because yeah, well, yeah. we just were kind of going through. Where, yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that has to be the biggest news. In comics. I, that's, I'd say. In pop culture this week? No. Comics. Well, We're doing an entire <laughs> new Star Wars trilogy. I guess And true. George Takai is a sexual predator. And you're telling me Brian oh, Michael Bendis is one of them? That was... That was... <laughs> I'm oh, creepy now. That was um, sad news hello? to hear. Oh my. Oh my. Oh my. I shouldn't have gone on Howard Stern. <laughs> um, no, so Brian Michael Bendis, after... Working for Marvel for 17 years. I thought it was closer. Well, yeah. I was no. going to say 20, but yeah. 17 years. He started yeah. in 2000. Uh, announced that he is signing an exclusive deal with DC. Which then everyone's like, oh, Marvel didn't know. And Marvel's like, no, we knew. We just weren't going to say anything. It's up to him to, to announce right. it. Um, but there was like a collective. Like, morons are saying that. A bunch of people were like, oh, he must have just said that. And like, I don't think that Brian Michael Bendis, who writes four books for Marvel, who's worked there as, as, for 20 years, Surprise. was once the driving force of uh-huh. everything that yeah. was there. He was basically, if you want to say head of the story group, he was head of the story group. Right. I don't think he wakes up in the morning called, hey, Axel. Yeah, it's Brian. Signed with DC, uh, I quit in December. Mm-hmm. Bye. Click. I mean, he had told them he was leaving. Yeah, but there was there was, a, there was a there uh, was a there there was a collective uh, holding of the breath when the See, news came out. There's a fun there's a fun thing in comics that isn't in a lot of other things because there's stuff that actually surprises you now. There was no rumor he was leaving. Right. There was nothing there. This was all handled in house between DC and Brian and Brian and Marvel. And both and both so companies waited up, for him to make yeah, the announcement. Yeah, he comes and makes the announcement. And everyone's like. Wait what? Yeah, um, which is cool. Uh, the thing with it is, is I had people that are like, "This is this is so huge." Brian is so. So Brian's doing four books. He's doing Iron Man, Jessica Jones, Defenders, and is he doing Spider Man? Uh, Spider Man. Oh, is he doing Spider Man? He's, yeah. he's doing Miles. Oh yes, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Now. So I said he's not doing a main book anymore. Right. He's not doing Avengers. He's not doing X Men. He's not doing. He's not plotting out the next big yeah. event. Yeah. And I said, Iron Man's probably the closest thing to it. And I was like, the Bendis of 10 years ago, Secret Empire, House of M, mm-hmm. you know, House of M, Secret Empire, whatever. That guy isn't there at Marvel anymore. Right. They don't have anybody like that now, which is part of their problem, I think. Is they don't have that one driving force that everything's there. What DC's done for so many years is they have, they're like, we're the home of Scott Snyder. And Jeff Johns. And Jeff, who doesn't really write for us anymore, and all the big names that were coming out of indies even, yeah. were going to Marvel. And so they haven't had an announcement like this. This is huge for DC to finally say, we have a legitimate superstar writer. He's not as powerful as he was 10 years ago. That he's was not me. as popular as he was 10 years ago, but he's a great writer. Bendis' thing, Bendis' criticism, is, or criticism of Bendis has always been, he does 120 issues, and the first 80 are really good, right? basically. I don't personally agree with that. Uh, Ed Brubaker might. Thanks for screwing me over on Daredevil, pal. It's one of my favorite stories. We put him in jail and just called Ed and said, by the way, the last episode, or last issue ends with Murdoch in jail. What? And he had to get him out of that. Um, but the stuff that's there, no one is clamoring for these types of things. Jessica yeah. Jones is a mid-level title. Defenders is a mid-level title. Spider-Man's probably his bestseller because it's a part of Spider-Man and it's Miles. Right. Uh He's, you know, he created Miles. 
so that character has a lot with him. Jessica Jones is the same thing. But see, there was also... I've, so I've I could of... see... Everyone's like, well, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? I can see them ending Jessica Jones. Just letting the, the title go. Right. And I could see them do that with Spider-Man simply to either move Miles someplace else as He's a He's in as a champions thing. right now anyway. Yeah. Or... You know, you put him in a team book or something. You, you're basically well, he's he'll, already on. He'll Champions. restart. Yeah, yeah, but you put him in like Avengers or something like no, that. No, they'll restart a separate. That's Miles what I mean. They'll start with title. At some point, you may remove Miles simply to give some time. Right. Use him. You know, keep him in Champions. Keep him in in <clears> a Spider-Man book as a side character, an amazing or spectacular, whatever. And then you'll launch uh, Spider-Man again. The only thing that's that works against that is they just had Spider-Man go back to legacy numbering. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's a little, but I'm the, the, everyone's like, oh, I don't know what happens to these books. And I, said, I don't really care. I more care about the discussion immediately became, well, what is he doing for DC? Right. And that was the most interesting thing to me. Is like I had Kirby went to DC. Well, yeah. see, I also oh. heard people saying, well, you know what? He, he's past his prime. You know, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't hurt Marvel too much. And he's not really going to do anything big for DC. And I'm like, nothing, there's nothing really that, that can hurt Marvel at this right. point. But I was like, but, but Wade leaving might be the only thing. But to say he's not going to do anything big for DC. Here's the great thing with him going to, where everyone says, ah, he's not whatever. One of the things that we see, I'm a sports guy. You see that guy that, you know, that's on a, on a baseball team. He's batting 260. He has three home runs. He gets traded to another team. And for the rest of the year, he bats 312 and he has 30 home runs. Yeah. Simmons? Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, that's just so it because it. you he's, go to he's DC, he's going to be he's he's... reinvigorating that stuff. The most interesting thing that I thought came out of this and talking to friends was what people thought he was going to do. And everyone's like, he's going to take that small, weird character and he's going to make him really popular. And I looked at him and I said, did you not remember that he wrote Avengers? Right. Like he wrote Ultimate, an Ultimate Spider-Man. So he helped craft a character there. But when he started writing in the, in the Marvel U, he was writing Avengers. Now, in Avengers... He said, hey, well, he did, obviously he did Max with Jessica Jones. Again, a character he created. Jessica Jones was not this gigantic thing. He took Luke Cage. He was like, I love Luke Cage. I'm going to make him a part of this. When he did, um, and then he writes Daredevil. And that Daredevil, that Daredevil run is huge. So he takes those type of characters and can and do it. It's, these weren't like some weird ostensible characters off in the shadows. He's writing Daredevil, for God's sake. Yeah. Daredevil's had a continuous comic for 60 years. So... See, I could do it. I could see him doing. He's going to do one of those books because he's writing four. He's going to do one of those books, and I think he does Justice League because Justice League just changed its writer from from um, uh, Brian Hitch. Yeah. So that guy, unfortunately, doesn't have a real foothold in it. It's a huge name to add to it. Justice League by Brian Michael Bendis. You'll get somebody big, major team book. to draw it. It's a major and, team book. It's also he, a major. You know, big, even really though the movies may not books. be very good, he it's still a major thing right now. So yeah, I could see him doing that. Just I could see him okay. filling the gap that you know, that Johns is kind of leaving while doing yeah. you know the editing and the and the, the well. Johns TV is writing Doomsday Clock for twelve months. So right, you have but, a huge he, thing that's from the only him. thing. But remember how many books did John? I used think to write? I think you're I think you're going to see Bendis do Justice League or a Justice League book, whether it's a brand new title or it's taking over Justice League, and then doing a character. And my guess, I just threw it out there. I said, is doing Nightwing. Nightwing, Nightwing is totally the type of character. He so I can is, see him doing Green Lantern and Daredevil. doing a course. Well, see, the thing with Green Lantern, Green Lanterns, I don't think he wants to work with those characters. Hal Jordan is good, and they're not giving up who's on it. 
So I don't see him doing Green Lantern because I don't see him doing that space sort of thing, even though he wrote Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. I think I think the first two books he did, does is the big team book in Justice League, and he does a character like I, – I said Nightwing to me is the good things about Daredevil, they can do with – he can do with Nightwing. Sure. Oh, definitely. Not, it's a character that is in some sort of tone to it. He's self-confident. He's fun. He's funny, but he's got a dramatic side. He's plowed his way through the females of the DC universe, like Daredevil. That he made that fun with Daredevil. Where he's like, "How many girlfriends have you had? You've had Natasha and Elektra and this person and Tigra and all of this." So I could totally see him do Nightwing, and it's a character that has history, that has popularity, but doesn't necessarily have a book that's selling in your top ten or top fifteen. That putting his name on it will make that book much more relevant. You can see him doing Green Arrow or something. I could see him doing Green Arrow. I just don't think he'll do it. I don't know how, how long uh, Benjamin Percy wants to go with it. Right. Green Arrow is one of those books that just... Yeah, you could pretty like much write him like Tony, though. There, and then... That's the problem. The modern way, not as much. The, what, what, if he's going to... Yeah, has but he to could continue, write him like Daredevil, too. Well, no. If, he, if he's writing after Benjamin Percy with the book, the way that they've set Ollie up in this rebirth, he can't. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it just... It, it's not... If you're reading... I'm reading Green Arrow, and it doesn't... It wouldn't flow right. If he does the Lemire for New 52, where right. it's like, oh, what did everybody write before? Flush. Just, hey, look, Ollie lost his fortune and everything, and now he's a part of some crazy cult thing of <laughs> totems and all of this. And it's fantastic. Yeah. Jeff Lemire's run is, is amazing. But even the one thing that I saw with everyone was even people who – the people that I talked to, fans and coworkers, Super excited about him going to DC. Super excited to try it. What are you reading from him now? Nothing. Right. I'm not yeah, reading that's... anything from him now. I'm not. You're reading Spider Man, right? I'm reading Spider Man. So you're reading Spider Man. And once Spider once he's gone, yeah, I'm done with Spider Man. So someone for me, this is exactly last thing why I he read, does it. The last thing I read from him was his Green. It was his Guardians run. Yeah. Um, I've read some <laughs> of his iron man an infamous iron man run but i'm not collecting it's not something i'm, I'm buying every one i like still don't like the gamora outfit that or whatever created, though. um i don't like any of those space outfits what, I, the white I, one yeah i, I love that white one i thought that one was cool see i, so I, I like classic gamora so i like i love the classic like we'll put her in a leather battle skirt for no reason like they do in the I, yeah i um, know that was weird too but I'd be excited to see what he does he's one of those writers that goes somewhere and I've liked a ton of his stuff. I was reading Sam and Twitch from the Spawn verse. That's yeah. where I first met him. And then he went to Marvel. When I was reading Sam and Twitch, went back and read Torso, Goldfish, uh, Jinx, the independent stuff that he did with you know by himself or with Mark and Draco, which was great. Sam and Twitch was a revelation with it. Like Spawn was, and you read Sam and Twitch like this is awesome, right? And then goes and does the Ultimate Universe, does the Max. I read Jessica Jones all the way through. I never read Ultimate Spidey, but that was more of I'm not a Max Spider-Man was interesting. Um, so Jessica's run was was awesome, and then he does Avengers, and he's really him and and Joe Casada. Where he he's I want Daredevil and I want Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Wolverine doesn't no, he doesn't go to the Avengers. Why? Because he doesn't. Why? Brian, he's not on the Avengers. Yes, he is. He's your at the time. Right. He's your most popular single character that isn't Spider-Man. Why is he not on the Avengers? And by the way, Peter's on the Avengers. No. Yes. And Joe stands up and goes, "Yes." 
This is what I'm talking about. We want to refocus on the stuff that we still own. So we're going to do Avengers. <laughs> and so he does this huge run of Avengers. He does House of M. He does Secret Invasion. He does those great long-term stories. Yeah. And, you know, Secret Invasion. It's still tough in a modern sensibility to do what he did in Secret Invasion, you know, the year before. Where he's like, okay, so some of the Marvel heroes are scrolls, And all the editors are like, that's ah, a good idea. We should start that. Yeah, I started that three years ago. Yeah, that was the brilliance of it. He, he, it was like a Hickman <laughs> thing where it was just it, a yeah. long, you I know, just started putting it all in from the start. It was a long burn. And so I, 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 if DC is – I'm killing every, I'm kicking everybody off of just Justice League books and turning them to Brian. Yeah. Unless he doesn't want to do them. But if he has any inkling, you know, I wouldn't mind doing Justice Yes, here, all of it. Who do you want? Does Greg Capullo want to do it? Hey, yes. And just Scott Snyder going, no, wait, no, no. That's, no Could you this. see him putting a whole new team together? Uh, Justice League team? It's the same team. I mean, it's it's the it's the it's the movie team. So I don't I don't think he's going to mess too much with that. He no, might do the Grant Morrison I mean. thing of adding people to it. Because I mean, I, Morrison, it, Morrison don't you think? I mean, said, even though the movies just come out now and everything, don't you think it's time? To, I mean, it, this team's been together since New Fifty Two. Don't you think it's time now that we get? I know we've, we've had, had people kind of we've had now, people. In I and think out. he'll do what Morrison did, which is. By by issue fourteen, they have a dry, there's thirty two Justice League members. Right. That gives him a chance to tell stories with 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 Wonder Woman and Batman and Superman and, and Green Lantern, but also Steel and Catwoman and Metamorpho or whoever. Would you like to see him writing the Superman book? Probably. Look, I'm just I'm I just thinking if he, anything it. that he's gonna write, I'm gonna give a shot. Yeah. Because it's it's a new thing. Again, he has he's never gotten to work with any of these characters. He's been in one. I don't want to say a funk in, in a negative way, but he's been in this world for two decades. Well, that's what I. That's what I. Anything he touches, you know, to give it a chance. Do you start if he's he's going to walk in? This is probably his deal. He's going to walk in and say, "I want to do Batman." Batman Legends of the Dark Knight, written by Brian Michael Bendis. Number one comes out in three months. Yeah. You know, he may not necessarily take over Batman. From Tom King, he may not necessarily take over Detective from James Tinian, whatever he because again, if you ha if he wants to do anything that's already successful, you're not going to take anybody off. Of right. It. If Batman and Detective are selling well, putting Brian Michael Bendis on Batman Book Three is going to help you. Right. No, but see, this is what I, w I was saying as soon as I saw everything about everybody going. He's past his prime. He, you know, he's not what he used to be. You know, he well, he's, he's not he's not well. He's you know he's not writing yeah, yeah, yeah. the the big titles like he used to. He's been writing those characters for 20 years. He's been in that world for 20 years. Why would you think that when he gets to a brand new world with brand new characters that he's not going to be a kid in a candy store and have fun? Yeah. You know, and see some great titles like, you know, Secret Invasion and like you I'm know, sure he's been everything we've been talking about. I'm sure he's been pouring over with this thought in mind that he wants to go over to DC anyway. Past like long time ago storylines that had little aspects how and bring those well front and center sort of how morrison i bet you i bet you stuff, he's stuff from the bat past oh yeah uses it more and morrison's bat run is all 50s batman like zeron yeah. all that stuff oh yeah i bet you he's written batman. stories in you know that or at least you know oh this is what i would do if i was doing a batman book or this is what i was doing as i you know and has these ideas that he's probably had well, on those, a shelf somewhere also ideas that people put in there and they're like they never took off and it was sort of stupid at the time yeah or stupid to think of now but if you can work it it it'll work well oh yeah can work, can work. i mean the whole secret invasion the scrolls he took that aspect of oh these scrolls were hip 
hypnotized into being cows the entire time. Yeah. For the longest of time. And then. No, the, yeah, the, the secret invasion was brilliant. And the fact that when you go back and you realize that it had been going on longer than you thought yeah. was even more brilliant. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited to see what he's going to do in DC. Am I sad to see him go for Marvel? A little bit. I'm not. But so, again, I'm not reading. Not, I'm not reading anything he's writing, right. so I have no problem with it. And again, yeah. it, if it's something where, hopefully, Marvel might take a look and go, you know what? Maybe it's time to shake some things up. Um, there's there's good writers that are there. They just don't seem to be doing good. Well, that's the other thing is now you have a you you have well, like you said, there's a lot of books. Yeah, so many damn books. You have, but you also have you know one of your big heavy hitters gone. That you know but that you I, could I have just, gone I back don't to. I think where... it's a heavy hitter anymore. Well, no, but it's I mean, just you not could a name that anyone is going like, oh my god, I got to get every book that Brian Michael Bendis is doing. Yeah, it just that's isn't true. There. So, well, good luck at DC, Brian. We wish you well. Yeah, I know he's listening. Yeah, <laughs> is he in Hungary or is you know, he the one in Syria? Hey, we had a. Uh, where do we have? Um, we had somewhere really odd. I was like. I, I had to go back so and look odd, at it. So odd, you can't even remember it. But it, it was just like... Bhutan? Huh? Bhutan? <laughs> Bahrain? Bahrain. Bahrain? Yes. Really? Yes. That's why I, I was like, holy crap. But Listen to thank what you the infidels are listening to. But yeah, I was like... Everybody come check out what the infidels are listening to. Listen to this crap. This is why we must destroy them. But we should send our wishes out to the, to the people that live along the uh, border of Iraq and Iran that just had a 7.5 magnitude earthquake today... Which I think sixty-three people lost their lives at the first count. So, yeah. so do we have listeners? We in have Iraq people that have listened in Iran, Iraq. They, they don't have no, Iraq. They don't have Iraq. democracy in Iraq, but they have nerdables. Well, you know what? There is military there, so you know. They Actually, may be, that's probably is. They may the have case. listened. It's probably right. military <laughs> listening to a podcast. Happy Veterans Day! <laughs> Happy Veterans Day! <laughs> All right, so for Chris, Mikey, and Ethan, I'm already saying make sure you check us out on Facebook.com/slash/Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdables Show, and we're on Instagram as Nerdables. In the meantime, have a good week, and we'll talk to you next week, or something like that. <laughs>